right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. James, how are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing uh, pretty well today, and yes, I have done uh, my weekly review. Um, last week, I had not done it by showtime, but I managed to get one in a couple of days later after we mm-hmm. recorded. Um, so my streak is now two. And we haven't talked about it in a bit, but um, I've managed to get mine down from what was ranging around two hours. Now I'm down to about an hour to get the weekly review done if I've been keeping up with my email inbox during the week. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it usually is like an at least an extra half hour on top of that. But um, so I got it done. I'm good for you. And how about you? How are you doing? And how was your review? Um, or not? Review? I'm doing good. I'm doing a lot better uh, this week than last week. Uh, I had some kind of general bug, and I don't know, a malaise that was. Uh, kicking my butt last week but this week I feel like the weather is part of it like it changed in the last week to that feeling of like okay fall is on its way even though we have hot days in the in the forecast it's just a different feeling about everything a little bit you know and uh, I remarked to you earlier that the nice thing about a change of seasons is it does provide some kind of punctuation to this uh, endless calendar that we don't ever feels like it's the same day or the same week or month over and over again. I'm looking forward to the fall. Got some new projects and stuff like that. And so, yeah, generally doing better this week. And I did not do my weekly review, though, and that um, I attribute to still some uh, tiredness and inability to focus about which I would like to talk um, when uh, we get to the main part of the show. and um, But yeah, all day I was like, I have my, my schedule is, you know, quite clear today. And I know I'm behind because of last week. So I'm going to devote a couple hours to the weekly review. Um, and instead, I didn't get up as early as planned. I didn't get focused. Once I finally sat down to really start doing something, one of my girlfriends called me from uh, New York City who was having a a Macintosh backup crisis of faith and needed to be talked down from the ledge. Um, And I couldn't really put that on hold or tell her, I'll call you tomorrow. So that turned into, you know, turned into the thing that ate up most of the rest of the day. And here I am with no weekly review in hand. And, uh, oh, well, that's my streak. (laughs) It's also two or three, two or three, or no, having done no weekly review. And I intend to break that streak by next show. Excellent. And, um, and of course, you know, sleeping in, provide like, Doing a little extra self-care, helping out a friend in need, 
all of those things come up and, you know, the, you can always, like we said before, the things on that list are going to be there tomorrow <laughs> to look at. So, <laughs> so if other things come up that are a little more important, you know, a little leeway on yeah. a weekly review, that's, that's okay. That's true. That's why, that's why we're the friendly productivity podcast. We, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, we, we do keep each other accountable though. Um, yeah. It just might take a few weeks for the accountability to kick in. That's all. Yeah. Um, or months, but eventually it happens. Something happens. Very it true. Might not have happened otherwise. Um, Last week, we didn't even talk about the weekly to-do because we both were off our game, I think, on that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I am, and as far as I remembered, we didn't even talk about what we would commit to for this week. But do you have a weekly to-do yeah, we um, that could you talk, want to report We could done? talk about that. Well, I have one that is partially done and a new one. Okay. Okay. Well, if you have one, then that means we get to listen to our musical interlude. So let's run that. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, James, it's all you. Tell us about your weekly to-do. Well, um, my weekly to-do was to send some flowers to uh, a friend of my dad's. Um, she grew up with him, and uh, they're pretty close. Um, she's health-wise has not been doing well for a number of years, um, but we stay in contact through email, and I was going to send her some flowers from my sister and I just just because um and then I sat down to do it and realized that um she lives in an apartment building and um I don't have the apartment number I have the address of the place mm -hmm. but I don't know where to send them exactly so I sent yeah. her an email and hopefully I'll hear back soon and then be able to complete so I got something done on my task, my weekly to-do, um, but it has turned into a project because now there are multiple steps, but I got that <laughs> first step done. Um, so that's reporting on the past. I'm I'm very much assuming once I hear back from her that uh, I'll send that off pretty much immediately. So I'm going to pick a new weekly to-do, which is I... Um, I got a mandolin slicer mm. and I'm prepare I have the I bought the ingredients and I'm going to for the first time make a cucumber kind of a yogurt greek salad thing um mm. which I love my mom used to make it well she used to make it with uh sour cream instead of yogurt but mm. I'm going to go yogurt <laughs> well you know and so it's honestly been something I've been wanting to make myself for a long while and i haven't mm -hmm. ever so that is my weekly to do is to introduce a new a new dish into my very limited cooking repertoire so is that like tzatziki that they call it in a greek restaurant uh, cucumber garlic it's got and garlic oregano um and mint maybe it's got mint dill well, there's like a million yeah. recipes online. I just right. kind of picked sure. one. Some onion, onion, yogurt, 
cucumber, obviously, um, dill, some mint, a little lemon, and a little garlic. So we'll see how it goes. And um, yeah, even the not particularly Greek version my mom used to make was always a favorite. So I think uh, pretty much cucumbers. I love them. Um, Mm -hmm. You pickle them, you put them in a salad, you do anything to a cucumber, pretty much it's a culinary success for me. Um, So anyway, that's my weekly to do. Well, as I said, I have not, I don't even remember what I said I would do. I'm still in the midst of the email project that went off the rails a little bit because I, what I'd done is, is cleared out a lot of um, old sane box stuff. And then just the other day I thought, but wait, I think I cleared them out of the wrong server. And now when I switch, they're going to be on the new server anyway, and I'm going to have to do that all over again. And just the depressing thought of that has has made me forget to look into it and, and keep the project moving forward. But um, I'm moving that out of the weekly to-do category and into its, you know, what it should have been to begin with, its own project. And uh, the next action on that project is to uh, go in and look at the new mail server on FastMail and see if I am right about my theory. So, um, but another thing I mentioned back a few weeks ago that I haven't done, and I feel I really need to do this, is um, order some new glasses. And that I found some places online that I want to try um, based on my research, mainly the wire cutter uh, was a, was a help. And so something, not Warby Parker, although I may end up with them anyway, but there's a couple of less expensive options. Um, and uh, I think I want to give those a try. And I have a new prescription and I haven't had new glasses in like 10 years. So it's really time. And I'm wearing the hell out of my glasses during uh, self-isolation because I have no reason to put on my contact lenses. <laughs> Makes sense, yes. <laughs> and I adro- normally enjoy wearing contact lenses when I'm out and about, but haven't been out and about uh, in so long. So anyway, so that's my my new weekly to do. It's not. It's also a project in its you know in the sense that it isn't click one button and done or make one phone call and done. But let's just say my weekly to do is to try on glasses at these two websites, you know, virtual try on, not necessarily have picked them out and ordered them, but just do the virtual try on at online and, you know, have some choices to narrow down from. That sounds good. Anyway, yeah. So one of the things that was on my mind today, because I ended up waking up later, and I also have not been as energetic and focused as I thought I would be today, is uh, the whole topic of sleep and getting enough sleep. Uh, I got inspired yesterday, it just sort of popped up on Microdot blog as a topic. One of the members of the Microdot blog community, Mraz Jordan, uh, who's from New Zealand, had uh, posted about being able to finally catch eight hours of sleep using various 
methods and, you know, apps. And all of a sudden, everybody else had a story <laughs> on, you know, in the timeline, it became a big topic. And since micro.blog is a relatively small community anyway, when like 10 people hop on a topic, it's it's like, you know, it's the equivalent of having like 100 tweets, you know, or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> and uh, so that got me down a couple of rabbit holes of reading other suggestions people had and so forth. And um, in general, you know, I thought, I've actually this week, I have um, very conscious, what's the word? This week, I have very specifically um, disciplined myself not to eat or drink anything except, say, water or or decaf, not decaf, but, you know, herbal tea, Mm -hmm. um, after, say, eight o'clock. Because that, I know, you know, that's one of the things that they say don't, um, don't do. And, but I tend to do it because sometimes I'm kind of a late owl and a late night snacker and like to maybe have a cocktail or two as a wind down. And so I've been skipping all of that. And I thought I would be sleeping a little better than I am um, from that. So in the middle of the night, I woke up like 3.30. I'm like, here I am awake. Damn it. And um, yeah, I I just think like, I would like, it made me think like, I would like to talk with James about sleep. And, you know, we usually between us, when we, we pick up a topic, I usually get some kind of good um, guidance or at least some feeling that I'm not alone in the problem. But so I wanted to talk to you about your story with getting enough sleep and things you have done to help yourself or things that haven't worked or worked. Um, I'd be curious. Um, well, I'd say that probably out of most of the things you're supposed to do to be healthy, um, sleep might be one of my worst, um, (laughs) diet and sleep. Although pretty much all of them, um, I'm working on them, (laughs) but when I think about it, like I'm not, I'm not getting, I like, you know, C minus at best in, in all areas. Um, I, one of the nice things about now working from home and at the moment I'm working on my own projects, so I don't, necessarily need to be anywhere at a particular time, even on a particular mm-hmm. call, is that I can sleep whenever I, like, I can go to bed when I want. I can sleep until I wake up. I find I wake up at somewhere around 5 to 5.30 in the morning, though, every day, oh. just naturally, um, yeah. which I tend to get a lot done in the mornings. I tend to be a morning person, so I don't mind that. Um, but my night times... I tend to get tired mid, like early evening, like after dinner, mm-hmm. and then I fall asleep, and then like I wake up, and then I'm up for an hour or two around 10, and then I go to bed. It's a really weird, mm-hmm. like I don't know if I'm getting, if I'm asleep long enough to get my REM sleep. I don't know. Yeah. Last night I took a, like a, uh, a, a later in the evening shower. Mm-hmm. Like a nice hot shower. It was nice. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I put my robe on and um, 
the cat was on the bed, so I kind of lay down on the bed next to the cat and petting the cat, and I fell asleep. And then I wake up in my robe on top of the covers at like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. So my sleep tends to be kind of weird. Um, some day, like today, I didn't feel particularly rested, but some days mm-hmm. I do. Some days I find that I'm, yeah, I, I haven't identified a pattern yet as to. Yeah. Um, I have. I do not drink caffeine after say 5 p.m um Mm -hmm. when i was younger i could drink caffeine up until the moment i went to bed and i would just go to (laughs) i was like boom and then so like i would often have like um, iced tea with dinner um Mm -hmm. but now no that that's not gonna work um i find even if i have like maybe like some chocolate at night Mm -hmm. that'll screw up my sleep too um Mm-hmm. Or some coffee ice cream or something like mm. that. So I try to be careful not to like to stay away from that. Um, I know the advice is to, you know, come up with like a nighttime ritual to try to go to bed at the mm-hmm. same time every night to try not mm-hmm. to fall asleep on the couch at seven and then wake up at nine. Yeah. And then um, I know that's but I have not. uh that's not something I've tried. What is amazing to me, though, is that it seems that left to my own devices, I wake up pretty much in the same range of time every morning, regardless of how the night before has gone sleep-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I like getting up at three and then getting like changing my sleep clothes and going to bed under the covers. Um, I think I slept a little late. I was up at six today. So, um, so it's, it's a pretty consistent range. Um, and I've also have found being at home and again, working from here, um, that, uh, the afternoon nap has, is a good thing. Yeah. Um, like not too long, but you know, a little at the right after lunch, take a little close your eyes a little bit. Yeah. Um a cat nap. A cat nap, <laughs> usually with the cat. Um <laughs> and I think we had mentioned on a previous episode that I kind of did move a, a chair next to the bed so Dexter can get up on the bed easier now. Mm-hmm. As he's getting older. And it's it's one of his favorite spots. So we uh that cat nap is usually with a cat and uh it's it's nice. I don't know if that's any useful advice except that you're not alone. Uh, no, it's definitely. Well, I have a question um because uh one of the things that my um let's see, my psychiatrist told me he said what you should do is wake up at the same time every day, you know, and go to sleep when you're tired. And he said, but if you wake up, you know, on a consistent basis, eventually your body will uh, adjust it to that schedule and you'll kind of naturally go to bed at the right time instead of, you know, trying to force yourself to go to bed. But I was wondering, since you apparently have a pretty consistent 
waking up time. Um, is there a time that you usually feel tired enough to go to sleep? Um, it, and it, it can vary. Um, mm-hmm. and again, it depends on how long the cat nap is in the afternoon or whether mm-hmm. some, some days I'm not tired, so I don't take a cat nap. Um, mm-hmm. it really depends on the day. It depends on when I fall asleep watching TV in front of the couch. Yeah. Um, yeah. it depends. Like, so there are many variables. Like I wouldn't say I have a consistent, a consistent time that I, go to sleep. Um, it is odd for me to fall asleep and get up at 3 a.m., but it's not odd for me to get up at, like, fall asleep on the couch and get up at 1 or 2 a.m. and then move to bed. Mm-hmm. That happens fairly regularly. And then on occasion, I will get up at, like, 4 in the morning for no good reason and can't get back to sleep. Um, yeah. But that's not as, that doesn't happen as often. Um, I guess yeah. I've tried, like, some nights I'm trying to sleep, and maybe um, my brain's a little overactive, so I try to do kind of like a mindfulness check-in, where you kind of focus on your breath mm-hmm. and kind of yeah focus on your head and kind of go through your whole body and kind of check in and see how you're feeling. Um, and then... Like in in the most nerdy of 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 things, instead of counting sleep, um, yes, I will admit that in the past couple of weeks, for some reason, I've started kind of walking down the chain of protocol inheritance in the Swift Standard Library, <laughs> which is why. But you know, it, if something's going to put you to sleep, that that'll do it. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. But I have been doing that. Yeah. In this discussion on Microdot blog, um, one person, I can't remember who it was, but I'll put a link in the show notes, put a link to an article that was in The Guardian by, um, I think, no, maybe it was something else. There were a couple of articles on breathing, you know, uh, specifically, and one was, uh, specifically a pattern of breathing that people use to, you know, fall asleep. And uh, so I tried that at three in the morning. Um, it's a sort it's called four, seven, eight pattern. And it's kind of four count of four inhale, hold seven, exhale, eight breaths is, you know, in a nutshell, but you know, which gave me something to do, <laughs> but I I didn't start to feel really sleepy and finally I um I did the thing you're really not supposed to do and I opened up my iPad and uh sort of looked at what the people on the other side of the world were doing which is always kind of fun. Um but uh one one strategy that has worked for me but um I haven't tried it lately is uh, is counting backwards from a hundred. I found I was doing it. (laughs) I was trying to get my nephew to fall asleep back when he was little enough for naps. And I said, all right, we're going to count. And I was counting out loud and I kept falling asleep, which was (laughs) (laughs) not, wasn't the, I wasn't the target audience for it, but I thought, huh, I really seem to fall asleep or drift off while I'm counting, which is kind of funny. 
And so I, what I discovered is um, I usually lose track and maybe I do sort of fall asleep. And if I wake up a little bit, I just try to remember where I was before and just keep counting. Like I don't keep starting at a hundred. That's be kind of stressful, but I think I finally have done it enough where I'm good at it. And so I, if I get to zero, then I've failed. Um, but speaking of failure, though, here's another thought I had at 3am that as we're talking about it now, and also thinking about, you know, the subject of our podcast, um, is that there are, are a lot of resources and schools of thought and success stories and apps and everything for sleep these days. And people talk about it, you know, quite a bit. And I think it is important. I definitely think, you know, our modern lifestyle has, um, you know, we've lost our ability to just, you know, go to sleep when we're sleepy and stay asleep. But part of me was like, well, and again, some of this comes from my psychiatrist, which was like, don't, he says, if you can't fall back to sleep after a little while, then just get up and do something. Don't like, don't obsess about it. And I thought, yeah, I shouldn't obsess about this. And I also shouldn't obsess about the fact that tomorrow I'm not going to be at 100%. Because no matter what I do, whether I fall back asleep naturally, if I resort to pharmaceutical intervention, or, you know, whatever, it's not going to be like a solid night of sleep. And I probably won't get as much done tomorrow as I want to. And then I thought, and is that so wrong? <laughs> I mean, is we, you know, we do, you and I are pretty sensitive and uh, aware of like the fetish, fetishization of productivity, you know, and that like the, the goal of trying to get more and more done, squeeze more into our schedules, like we're aware of the, the you know, the pitfalls of that. But I think maybe, you know, provided we're not airline pilots or uh, surgeons, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> who are software developers, we're online marketing people. If we're a little tired one day, couldn't we just be what we are? And it's like sort of accept that and, you know, and lean I, into it, as the kids say. I guarantee you there are surgeons and air airline pilots who who have flown and operated while tired um without yeah. a doubt like just i think it's everybody um you're not always at your peak performance um although it's far less risky and impactful to others if you're not in one of those <laughs> yeah but no i the way i look at it is um sometimes if i can't get to sleep and very often it's cuz there's something bugging me like oh, I wonder if I tried this, whether that would work, like in software. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting up to try that because I'm not (laughs) sleeping. And then then I try it, and if it works, I'm all happy. And if it doesn't work, I'm like, I'm going back to bed. Um, But if you get up for an hour in the middle, like in the middle of the night and get a little something done or do something else and you're up, and then you you can, I find I get tired and I'm like, I'm going back to bed. And then I go right back to, or I often go back to sleep. We're not productivity machines, right? I mean, right. we're not, we're not, if the meaning of our life is just to like work through a to do list, like 
that seems awful. Um, <clears throat> again, like we work through the to-do list to make sure that we're not, uh, you know, missing key things that might make life run smoothly that make you able to get things you like to get done done or and things you like to get done could be you know having a nice conversation with a friend it doesn't have to be i wrote a novel um right. which i have not i have not even started on a novel um <laughs> but yeah i think i think it's fine um Sometimes you don't get as much done as you thought you were going to. Occasionally you get more done. Um, mm -hmm. Although usually I get to the, what I was expecting to get done. I'm like, oh, I'm done for today. Um, <laughs> depends on depends on the day. Um, but no, I don't think there's anything anything wrong with kind of realistically saying like, okay, I didn't get a good night's sleep and I'm – feeling tired today so maybe some of this stuff or maybe instead of doing the things I was thinking I was going to do today maybe there are some lower energy things that I can kind of work through um, but that big creative task that takes a lot of focus yeah I'm probably mm -hmm. that's probably not going to happen today because it's just I on the other hand one thing I have also found is that right that motivation what was it action produces motivation um yeah. sometimes when i'm tired like if i haven't had a good night's sleep sometimes when i'm tired it puts my brain into like a really productive state like and i can get like a mm -hmm. lot done like if i get started on something i can kind of get through it and it's almost i don't even know how to explain it mm -hmm. it's it's like not necessarily I'm like my most high energy, but I'm like cranking along at a dull, like a, a low roar, like on simmer all day, even though I'm not like super high energy. So, uh, and I have no, uh, no good way of knowing which day is going to be which or how to make that happen, though. So mm -hmm. that's kind of useless. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think that, uh, um, sometimes just being a little bit tired lets your brain operate at a different, like, frequency mm -hmm. that sometimes helps either creativity or certain kinds of tasks that you, it's, you, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. Um, it's almost so. like you're too, you're, you're, you have enough energy to get things done, but you don't have enough energy to worry about every little thing. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of in this nice zone for that day. Something like that. I don't know. Well, I appreciate this chit chat, James. I never think of you as being, um, you know, I don't know, as, as somebody who, who's, who's kind of tired from not getting enough sleep. You always seem pretty chipper and energetic to me. <laughs> so, well, I can I, fake it uh, for a 30-minute podcast, Gene. Yeah, you know. well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Most days. It was just eye-opening to hear you talk about what your um, experiences are. And uh, also, you listening to me helped me think through 
sort of what my attitude is about it. And I think, as I said, one of the more important insights I have now is like, just as I'm not a productivity guru, or even a master practitioner, um, sleep is something I'm probably never going to nail it. But I can always make incremental um, improvements and get a little bit better. And but you know, as soon as I start worrying about it, as soon as I put the start tracking it too much, I might you know might become a self fulfilling prophecy. And I'd also say you can look to Dexter the cat or maybe your own guinea pigs. They never mm-hmm. seem to mind sleeping nope. <laughs> like they're tired boom sleep they're up they're up and if, if it's 4 a.m and dexter's going Row, then he's that was my dexter impersonation he's he's up uh-huh. he doesn't seem to mind when he's up when he's asleep so um kind of take a cue from that too i guess that you know yeah yeah i i think you're right um well james if you don't have anything else to add, I think we could go ahead and wrap up this episode. That sounds great. And listeners, feel free to get in touch with us um, if you have any sleep stories or sleep tips or anything you want to share with us. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. We're on micro.blog and Twitter as at theweeklyreview. And you can email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. We would love it if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it makes us happy to know that you're listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you can